Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> yeah, man, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Trying to do something with it, too, man. Uh, you know, um, I was having a conversation the other day uh, with a young person, and they were telling me how they felt that their life was stuck, that their life was in a rut that they uh, didn't know what to do next. And one of the things that was causing them uh, this sadness or this depression, I mean, they're really, really into something right now. One of the things that was causing it um, was the fact that um, they had made a list of things they wanted to accomplish by a certain age. And uh, that age, they just had a birthday recently. And um, they were looking at the list, and the list hadn't been fulfilled. And because that list hadn't been fulfilled, um, they were really, really sad about it. You know, um, one of the things that they had on the list was marriage, kids. And I don't know everything else that was on the list, but that was one of them. And because she had reached a certain age and she wasn't married and she didn't have the kids and she had just celebrated her birthday, she's gone into this uh, mode of sadness where it's really, really uh, taken a toll on her. And uh, as as I was learning about her situation, uh, I was thinking about it. And I just wanted to share this with you all this morning that, um, see, one of the things about making a list about what you want, which I happen to be a proponent of, I, I do it myself. I have a, people have dream boards. I, I have a goal sheet. I have, I've been doing it for years. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful way uh, to set goals and to keep it in front of you as a constant reminder. And I always go over this goal list every day. You know, I mean, I, I go over it all the time, every day. Sometimes I miss a day here and there, but but mostly every day I pull my goal sheet out and I look at it, I read it. So I was going to these rallies and I was learning about, um, you know, uh, people who were successful and how they kept their mind right and positive. And one of the things I learned was to make these dream boards, these lists, these goal sheets, and um, in making a goal sheet, and you make the sheet according to what you want, think about one thing. When you made your goal sheet about what you wanted, does your goal sheet have on it what God wants from you? Did you ask in any of this what was his will in your life? You know, look, man, what we want oftentimes is, 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 is not what he wants for us. And, you know, if if you're fighting against what you were created for, if you're fighting against his will, I mean, what do you want to happen? See, don't be so hard on yourself when you look at your goal sheet and you look at what you've not become, what you thought was a great idea. Don't be so hard on yourself because you just made a minor mistake, as do most people. We oftentimes make our goals and set our goals up without ever considering what is it that God wants from us. 
What's in his will? What's his plan for us? You know, I was talking to some people the other day and we were laughing about it. I shared this the other day. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. I mean, really, if you really want to crack God up, tell him your plan. See, and that's what we do. We make our plans without including God. But listen to me. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so down and out about it. When you look at your goal sheet and you haven't accomplished the things you wanted to accomplish, you just made a minor mistake. That's all. And you can correct it. You just made a mistake that most people make. We keep talking about what we want without ever finding out or knowing what it is God wants for us. Well, guess what, man? Maybe you're fighting against the grain. Maybe you're just a salmon heading upstream. That's a tough fight upstream. Not all salmons get up to the spawning grounds, you know. Some of them don't make it upstream, you know. But all of them, nearly all of them except the ones that's killed by prey, when they spawn, they go out to the ocean. That's cool because you're, you're going with the grain. You're going downstream. You're going with the flow. That's, but but when it's time to go against the grain, it's tough. And a lot of us have just been going against the grain for all of these years. But you know what? Listen, man, I did it. I know a lot of people who did it. Very few people get it right from the very beginning. Man, you got to stumble through life sometimes. Sometimes you got to fall through life. You got to make a lot of mistakes, man. But these mistakes are not failures. You know, when you fail at something, don't look at it as a failure. Don't look at yourself as a failure because you're 30 and, and your goals ain't reached that you had on your list. That was your list. What about the things that's going right? Stop looking at what you're not. Take some time out and thank God for what you are. How about the fact that you keep waking up to be 30? You know, you get depressed about these birthdays. You really want to throw yourself in some depression. Miss a birthday. You really got a problem now. Look at where you are. You keep reaching birthdays. That's a glorious blessing. You keep waking up. You got your health. You've accomplished something. Something on your list is done. People spend too much time on the negative side, and you're just throwing yourself into depression. So what, you wanted to be married by a certain age, and you wanted to have kids. Okay, cool. You could have done all that with the wrong person. There's a blessing in not being married to the wrong person. There's a blessing in not having kids and nobody to help you raise them. There's a blessing in that, man. You're talking to somebody who can tell it to you. You can marry the wrong person if you want to. I'm telling you, you're going to be up in some mess you can't count on. So instead of being angry because you're not married, you don't have kids, why don't you thank God the man? Maybe he spared you from some misery here. Maybe you could have married the wrong person. Maybe you'd have kids and you're not really ready to be a mother or a father. You got to look at the upside, man. Quit looking at what you don't have. Take some time to thank God for what you do have. When you do that, you make more room for blessings to flow into your life. I'm not saying how God thinks because I really don't know. But I'm telling you, if a person comes to me and I always give a person something and they never appear grateful or they never say thank you, please know you can quit coming to me. Now, I don't, I don't know that's how God works because I've gone back to him several times without being grateful or thanking him and he's filled my basket up again so I really think he's not like that I'm, but I can't make the call for sure but I think at one point in time me just just me talking I'd be a little ticked off at somebody who was always taking 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 and never showing any gratitude at one point in time I would just stop the flow of the take you know you just you can't take no more from me that's what I would do 
Now, I'm not calling it like that because I ain't him. But I know he's merciful. He's full of goodness, and he and he and he'll forgive you. Again, and thank God he does that, cause he's sure enough done it for me. But wow, man, take some time out today and be grateful for what you have. Stop complaining about where you're not, and think about where you are, and then take it from there. And the next time you make a list, make sure on that list you have God's will. What does He want for you? God create give everybody a gift and a talent. Some of us never apply gifts and talents. We head off in another direction. Then you wonder why your life ain't where it's supposed to be. Have you ever thought about what God gifted you to do? Have you ever thought about doing that? Skip, skip what you want. I wanted to play in the NBA, but I got to tell you something. At dribbling and shooting and running all at one time, it's throwing me off a little bit. You know, they just so I'm doing what I do. It's pretty cool. You can look at it that way, okay? Yeah, man, that's the show this morning. Sorry about it. I didn't get to a song this morning, but it's cool. We'll work on it. Okay, uh, we come back, man. I'm going to tell you right now, today, on today, more ignorant than usual. Yeah, yeah, today, man. Wish I had a radio. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, you are listening to the baddest morning show in the land. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is not a self-proclaimed baddest morning show in the land. It's been mm-hmm. talked about. Yeah. yeah. It's people tune in because they know it's true. Mm-hmm. The other morning shows know it too. Oh, yeah. They listen. Mm-hmm. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we is here. Ooh. Barely can get them. I... Stay out of it. That's the intro. Stop. I... Can't. You don't. You don't. You don't try to. Hey, that was it. tough, so. Shirley. That was tough yeah, for me. I, I know it killed you. <laughs> Keep going. I loved it. Encourage him. Eric Benet posted this: If every black adult male in the U.S. bought and registered a semi-automatic rifle tomorrow, Congress would pass gun control laws by Friday. Yes, sir. Well, wow. Come on, Eric Benet. <laughs> Keep it one hundred. Uh-huh. Eric. Keep it one hundred. That is the truth right there. Mm. And are they, why are they not something. calling this a terrorist attack yet? I don't know why they're not doing it. I don't know. Um, That's kind of odd. A domestic yeah. terrorist act. Domestic terrorism. I don't know. Uh, Donald Trump is is uh, the president. Is quick to call it in other countries, but right here, uh-huh. you know, they got to check what his, his mental health. Been? What does he say? Oh, he called him a maniac. He he called evil. him evil. You know, you haven't I mean, been watching the news, huh? It's, no, it, I've been on the hop, so yeah. I've been missing some of it. It's just been like, oh man, crazy. It's it's all it's just unbelievable. It's Horrific. So sad. Yeah, it's, it's just so sad. And I, it, it, and now there's. Man, it's so you can't. It's hard. You you know what everybody's grappling with. You can't make sense of it. Right. The why. Right. The why. Yeah. The motive. You can't why? make sense of it on any level. Yeah. Why? How come? What the hell? Mm-hmm. Who? What happened? Why he? Wh- where he? Who he? Who? Yeah. That's yeah. a big one, too. Did he? What he? Yeah. You, it's, there's no answers to none of this. Yeah. They didn't put his picture up. I got home late last night and I saw the picture of him on the picture of the shoot on CNN. And I was just pissed. I was sitting there going, look at this dude, man. Yeah, he doesn't fit any profile. He's way over the age at 64. 
You know, I mean, you think right. you, you think anybody else is involved at all? Well, there's they're they're investigating. Him? They're investigating. They're, they're they're, but you know what? They have to guys, check his computer, his phone records, his what girlfriend. I've hatred don't mm-hmm. have an age demographic. No, 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 no. There's no demographic for hatred. That's right. I've true. seen old people who are two steps away from hell still hating <laughs> with a evil low down tail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it is amazing evil. to me. I, you know, man, we're fighting so hard to fit this guy into a profile. But damn. Fit. Yeah. What, what, I, every time I keep turning around, you got to add something to it. Now you're 64 and lost your mind. OJ fitted something when he went in the hotel lobby with the gun, went upstairs to get his stuff back. Dog, like you a real gangster. All right, uh, we got to go to break right here. But uh, coming up next, Nevada voters approved a new gun control law. So why was it not enforced? We'll talk about that when we come back at 32 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to TheGuardian.com, guys, in the state of Nevada, voters approved a new gun control law that would have required private sellers to conduct the same criminal background check on buyers that licensed gun dealers already use. Now, before it was slated to go into effect, the state's Republican attorney general called the new law unenforceable. Enforcing Nevada's new background check law may have not made um, any difference to how easily 64-year-old Stephen Paddock, the uh, perpetrator of Sunday's attack on the uh, country music festival, who was able to get dozens of guns. The attack left at least, we know now, 59 people and more than uh, 500 people injured in the deadliest mass yeah, shooting. Some, some people are in critical condition. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So we don't, yeah. This number could hope, change. Hopefully. This, pray yeah. to hang on. Yeah. yeah. We hope it won't, for sure. It's too high. All yeah. Jesus, too many. Yeah. It, can I ask y'all? And it could have been this? higher because it was 22,000 people out there. What, Tommy? Do you think that this now is going to change? Like nine one one changed how we fly. Will 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 this change? Like being in hotels, are they gonna try to try to scan everything that 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 you have? Your luggage. Okay, they've talked about it. Some things are gonna be in place, but what it will not change, ridiculously, are the gun laws. Have you listened to the political positioning that these politicians are taking? Every Democrat is screaming for gun laws. The, some Republicans have said, how dare you take this tragic event of these people lives and try to politicize it. Mm-hmm. What? Jesus, man. It's Are we so, these politicians what? sicken me with the mm-hmm. spins they put on everything to hold their position. How can you say, how dare you take this tragic incident and try to politicize it just to push gun control? It's not now when. Yeah. But I but I don't understand it, Steve. I mean, when in Orlando, Pulse nightclub, mm-hmm. last back in year, 2016, last year. before this, this was the mass shooting in American history. Mm-hmm. That one in Orlando, the biggest one. Mm-hmm. So now we talked people. about it then. We talked about gun control then, and now here we are again, and they're saying not to talk about it. So when are we going to talk about it? Yeah, How many people on, have to die before we start talking about it? Let me ask you a question, though. Okay, Uncle Steve, let me, let me, let me ask you, well, how do you feel on this? If, if people have guns to protect their homes in case they have a home invader, all right? Evidently, this gentleman that was upstairs shooting down had a, evidently an AR rifle. 
is it is it is it certain guns that they should take out? You know what I'm saying? Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Let me give you my opinion of okay. the two different things. First of all, I think a person should have the right to have a gun in their house to protect their home. It's usually not 59 people breaking in your house. Exactly. So you know, it's it's usually the the, the perpetrator, and 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 that can't result in a mass a killing spree. Yeah, yeah. If a person breaks into another person's house to do them harm, a person got a right to protect they they property and they family. Absolutely. You know? I can't John let you come up here and do what you want to do to my kids and my girl. Or, or anything like that. So I do not have a problem with people having guns in the home. Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Right, but see, the problem that they have is they've extended the Second Amendment right to where you can buy any kind of gun. That's what I'm talking now, about. Now, why do you need a military rifle There we for go. what? You, you Look, man. And then you know, then they always tied together with the hunting bill and all like this right here. You can't cat it out there to hunt no deer, no AK forty seven, because it's not a sport. Deer don't stand a chance if you can get off eighty five rounds. There ain't no deer left. No oh, hell yeah. no. Shot deer, even if you shot him and he limp off, you know what I mean? Bullets you putting his deer ass on the way on the way out. So right. th- to to wrap it up in hunting is dangerous. But, you know, why does a person need a silencer? We were talking about this yesterday. They're yeah. trying to slide mm-hmm. this bill through to make purchasing a silencer easier. That's The horrible. only reason That's you need horrible. your gun to be quiet is because you finna do something wrong. That's something sneaky. Yeah. 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 So, I agree with but, but, Steve, don't, don't you agree if with the gun control, gun control laws, if they had these databases to match up with Absolutely. what these gun dealers are doing, then there's a flag raised with this bastard that bought all these guns and killed people. They will have these databases to say, wait a minute, there will be a flag. Mm-hmm. Why is he buying this much ammo from this gun dealership Absolutely. and this gun dealership? What is he doing with all of this? Absolutely. Then the, the, because the authorities... He, he do that, Carla? He went around to different yes. gun shops and bought guns from different right. dealers and things oh, like that. Saying, and because Steven. he never did anything wrong, these dealerships, I mean, these dealers, they sold the guns to him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He wasn't on a list but, but or anything. That's, but if those databases what? were together, they could see his purchases. And, and that can easily be done. Doing. That can easily be done. I don't understand why they won't mm-hmm. do something about this. And how the many people have to The reason they won't do it is because the NRA... The NRA is the largest financial contributor to the Republican Party. Yes. And their candidate won the If you're a Republican, one of your things that you hold on to is the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. That's what you hang on to. So the NRA is the biggest financial contributor to the Republican Party. Do you know how many of these Republicans take funds from lobbyists who keep that bill on the board, who take money from the NRA, right. who puts money in their campaign. And so now, man, if you go against them, they bring you down by putting money behind your opponent, another Republican in the next run. And then your political career is over. So what makes me sick is 
These politicians care more about their political career and their standing and their contributions to their campaign mm -hmm. than they care about lives. Yep. I'm sorry, ain't no other way to shake it. Party over people. You're absolutely mm -hmm. right. Ain't no other way to shake it. If I'm and wrong, their candidate show me how I'm wrong. Is the president, the NRA's candidate mm -hmm. that they endorse is the oh, president. That's right? Let me tell right. you something. Guys, we, we gotta we'll we gotta up. get out of here, nephew. Right. Uh, we're, we'll come back. And and it's you know we're gonna lighten things up a little bit. Time for some laughter around here, uh, nephew. Your run that prank back is coming up next. All right, all right, all right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with national news with the latest on Las Vegas, on the shooting investigation, how that's going and everything, and she'll give us an update on Puerto Rico. Uh, but right now, it's time for the nephew. Uh, please make us smile this morning, nephew. It is time for Run That Prank Back. Let me try to put a smile on your face. This right here is Guy Tory. This is when one comedian prank another comedian, uh, especially about stealing jokes. That is something you never do. I spoke to Guy way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he was mad. Yeah, he was hot. Hello? Uh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to... I'm trying to reach Guy Tory. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's him. Hey, listen, this ain't out of uh, Decatur, Georgia. Listen, I wanted to call you for a sec. I got your number from uh, one of the comedians. And, uh, what, 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 what comedian? Uh, down here in Georgia. I got your number okay. through them at the club. So okay. I wanted to holler at you about this here, man. Uh, you know, I've been in the game probably like, Oh, right, like two years now I've been doing stand-up. And here lately, you know, everybody telling me, you know, that when I get off stage saying, hey, you know, I seen Guy Tory do that joke. And I'm saying, what, what you whoa, saying? Whoa, 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 who, who telling you, telling you what? I'm doing your jokes? Well, I mean, I'm just telling you that's supposed to be what's going on. And this ain't the first time I'm hearing it. You know, whoa, whoa. every time I get off, I'm hearing, hey, Guy Tory been whoa, whoa, doing... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your name again? This d ain't out of Decatur. Dude, I, dude, I don't even know you, man. I, I, but I, I know that too. But what I'm saying is, you know, I'm trying to come to you like a man and tell you what I'm hearing. You know. Okay. Well, what joke? What joke? What joke is it, dude? Because it's like, come on, man. It's like, if it's a premise, is it what joke? What joke they saying that I stole from you? Well, I'm, all thirty of my minutes that I do, they saying you doing all of them. Well, what's all of them do? I got do. I do. I do thirty minutes of my sleep, man. That's all you got. Come on, dude. Well, my understanding is you doing, you know, damn near my whole routine. Yo, you got, you got, you you got the wrong person. First of all, you you got me confused with somebody named Pimp. I don't steal jokes. I've been in the game fifteen years. I ain't never stole a damn joke. So I don't know. I don't know what people you got telling you. You know, every time you get off stage, I'm doing your material. But do I do my own material? Do I live my life? I tell my own story. Do I? I don't know. Don't. Crap, man. Look, look, man. Look, I ain't trying to get into it like this here. All I'm saying is, if I find out you do one more of my jokes. Hold on, hold on. First of all, yeah, first of all, yeah, hold on. First of all, you ain't gonna curse at me, dude. I ain't cursed at you yet. All right. So don't even come at me like that. First of all, you been in the game two years, dude. Come on, man. You got mind, man. You look. All I know is people telling me that 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 you up there doing, and I, you know, I already know about you, your brother, and all that there. That on none of that there phase me. I know he. Uh, yeah, who ain't gotta bring my brother to this? I'm just saying, I know he little weights and all that there. Be all like that. All right, so what you wanna do? All right, all right. I'm doing your jokes. If I'm doing your jokes, all right. What you wanna do about it then? All right. If I okay, say I'm doing your jokes. What now? What? 
No, you ain't finna now sit here. Now with, what? What? Hey, now what? Hey, all up. Okay. Me. I'm coming what, what? to L. I'm coming to L. A. Well, you know what? I tell you what. You ain't gotta come to L. A. You in Georgia? I'll follow you. It'll be a weight game for me. I'm undefeated. I'll come in your country backyard and and, and, and come on your turf. I'm from. Now, how about that? I'm from. Don't, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, that, this the, this don't the title let, right don't here. Let this this the title. Don't let this Hollywood fool you, dude. These movies, the TV show, mean. All right. I'll get it up in a minute. Do I? Don't don't challenge my manhood or my act. Who you think you must think you a little old uh, uh, Mayweather or something? You can't. You, you about to get Mayweather? You about to, you keep talking? You accusing me of stealing jokes? That that dude, that dude, that's the worst thing you can do to a comedian is accuse him of stealing your jokes. You, you been stealing my jokes and all the comedians know it. All of them hey, know. I don't know you, dude. Everybody you know. Any TV show? Not now. Now how I'm doing your joke? I, don't, I ain't never seen you before, man. These little these little penny ante clubs you playing, I don't even step foot in, dude. See now you trying to do disrespect my come up and how I'm trying to get where I'm going. Dude, whatever, man. Dude, you need to sell that to somebody else. Okay, dude. all I'ma say is this right here. When I see your little, it's on and pop. Cause oh, well, see, nigga, hey, hey, dog, dude. you messing with my livelihood now, dude. Do I want you. Whatever, dude. Dude, dude, you 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 accusing my reputation, dude? That's worse than that. I mean, I know you got some movies and stuff, and then done the the the, the death jams. They ain't got nothing to do with it. They ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm still a you get you get straight knocked out. Period. How about that? I, all I'm saying is I'm finna put the word out there that God Tory is stealing D. Keep my D name out your mouth. You stealing D Wayne jokes, baby. That's what you yeah, do. Put it out if you want to. Put it out there if you want to. Keep my name out your mouth. Well, keep my name out. Your Mouth. Then quit stealing my jokes. Whatever, dude. I ain't stole. I ain't stole nobody's jokes, pimp. You got me confused. I put a St. Louis with my on you real quick. Okay, I'm. I'm. I tell you what, then. Is you in? Yeah, you got tell me. What else? What else have you got to say, dog? It's done. When we see each other, we just going at it. We, ain't nothing else to be said. And quit saying my jokes, you little shout fool. Yeah, whatever, man. All right. Well, we just tell short I am when I'm when I'm on your. Face. How about that? And that's fine with me. And I got one more thing I want to tell you, Lily. Is you, you mean is you listening? I'm listening. I've been listening the whole time to this. You've been talking. This nephew, Tommy Guy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You, you uh, just yeah. got. <laughs> you bald head, road game me. Dude, dude, I was driving, man. I pulled over. <laughs> you a punk, man. You a punk, man. You oh, a punk. God, dog, I, I know dude. the worst thing you could tell a comedian is you done stole my joke. Dog, that's gunfire. Dude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude, you had me. Dude, I pulled over, man. <laughs> all right, all right. You <laughs> What is, and you know yourself, what is the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, man. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, pimp. <laughs> there is no other player. God, I got you. <laughs> I'm going to get your brother, too. I got you. <laughs> hey, hey, get him, man. Let me know, dog. You got me. Because I was, dude, I was hollering slave, man. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's my boy, Guy Tori, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we love yeah. Guy T. <laughs> I saw him at the reunion. Guy T, a real man, boy. Yeah, when we were on just here in Los Angeles, you guys remember Guy Tori would come on with us like every Wednesday and just... I Kick mean, yeah, yeah, just he was so crazy <laughs> and funny. You know how Guy Me is. Me and Shirley was at the comedy club every week. Every week. 
That's right. Watching God Tours Night. He hosted that night. Yeah, he was funny as heck. So, oh, thank you, Tommy. We needed the laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Little something, something. Mm-hmm. How's the play? I have to ask you every day. How's the play Play going? is good. Uh-huh. Play is good. Tomorrow starts uh, D.C., Thursday through Sunday. We're at the Warner Theater. I'm excited. Mama's boy. Uh, Johnny Gill is excited because he at home. He in D.C. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah, right. You know, ain't coming nothing out. like when you come home. Well, so I wonder. now, Tommy? Yeah, I was, to see you now. Yeah. I well, guess the Obama's coming in there. Oh, oh or, definitely, man. Or, Junior, I know Johnny Gill is at home, but will Tommy still get a bigger applause than Johnny Gill? That's really the question. Well, you know what? I'm going to record both entrances and see. So y'all can mm. see who getting what. Yeah, it's it's right you. then. I give you <laughs> Nick my and word. Nick. <laughs> what? I give you my word here. How they going to holler for Johnny this boy is getting bigger and bigger by every city. Every uh, city. Uh, look at it this way, Junior. At Curtain Call, uh-huh. everybody come out. Yeah. Third to last is me, then Robin, then Johnny Gill. It go like that. That's, oh. that's where I'm at in the building. That's how I find. All right. Well, we'll make sure boy. we come out and see boy. you in Mommy's so Boy. Eugene don't come out at all. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Ann is coming up next with our national news. Because he already out. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the world is saddened by Empire State Building and the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Uh, They dimmed their lights in honor of the lives lost. Uh, The European Union's parliament held a moment of silence to honor the victims. The Pope is also praying for the people of Las Vegas. The Vatican has released a statement saying Pope Francis commends the efforts of police and emergency service personnel and offered his spiritual closeness to all those affected by the tragedy. And we here, we have to echo that because those first responders, man, they They were on it. They were so professional and, I mean, quick with it as well. Hats off to them. Yes, absolutely, Steve. Absolutely. Hats off to police, the fire department, everybody. Hospital personnel, everyone. Sheriff's department. Yes, the mayor, the governor, everyone. I mean, very professional, everything. It was something Effective leadership in in the city Mm -hmm. of Las Vegas and how they're handling Mm -hmm. uh, this, this crisis, this tragedy. And they said, we will bounce back. You know, I mean, you really saw the people in the city coming together in and, yeah in Las Vegas and what it looked like to be unified and people helping people and you know everything it, it was an amazing thing to see that was the one silver lining in this tragedy to see that and you know what's difficult to to look at now now we're, we're starting to see who the victims are oh god and, to put a their, face their on lives, it who they yeah. were yeah. That's, and, oh, man. and, yeah. and looking those at the pictures, pictures across of the them really really sad it just breaks your heart all over again Mm -hmm. it's so many people got shot yeah yeah i'm telling Mm -hmm. you man this is like it's horrific how do do you get all of that into that hotel room how do you do that just just bags and bags of luggage well Well, you know there's gonna be something's gonna happen now with hotels mm because you know vegas is one city that protects that city you know Mm -hmm. like you you rob a casino partner, your chances of getting out of that is slim to none. Yeah, well, right. And because they understand that they got to provide people a good time. That's why Vegas has things in there for children to do, mm-hmm. adults to do, but it's an adult playground. They're going to make some adjustments at hotels. Absolutely. They're going to put in scanners. 
thinks like that. I you think know, so, bag yeah. scanners, you know mm-hmm. what? Every bag has to go through a you know, X-ray machine like a, or something mm-hmm. like that probably. Something's going to happen. And they already have the, like the most cameras, you know, uh in their hotels, in hotels and, and, and and everywhere. So yeah, it's just going to get But you know, if you're just bringing in bag after bag after bag, especially if you drive in. Mhm. You drive in Keep coming with bags. You put your car in the uh, garage. Garage, yeah. And I, I don't know if this what this guy did. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And then you take two bags up to your room. Right. It's it's. Then you go to your car. You could do it again. Back. You right. bring two bags to your room. You know, nothing looks suspicious. Right. And not to mention, musicians do it all the time. You know, there are people that have a lot of bags. Mm-hmm. Who who would suspect anything like this? I remember at one of the press conferences, Steve. Um, with the um, sheriff out there, some one of the reporters asked him, "Why? How could you not have? Uh, how could? Why didn't you avoid this? Or how come you didn't see this coming?" He was like, "How could you see something like this coming? We didn't know this guy. We we didn't know who he was. You know how can you, how come you couldn't detect this?" The reporter right. was you saying, know, how, some, how could, "Sometimes how they ask some ridiculous yeah. questions of these people, like they have an answer for you." Yeah, he was How like, could this happen? Yeah. Where did he yeah. get the guns from? Because y'all ain't got no gun laws. Right. Yeah. Right. That's where he got them from. The stove. How can he buy them many? Because <laughs> he had the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His brother said he was a multimillionaire. Yeah, he was an avid uh-huh. gambler. What? Yeah. 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 His brother yeah. said he was retired a accountant. Man. Yeah, lived he lived in a, a very ret- comfortable life, yeah. so he had the money. He had property, lived in a retirement mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. God, dog. Yeah. Twenty-nine yeah. guns, though. Yeah. Well, that situation. Uh, she's here, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our very own Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, let's get into it. The girlfriend of Las Vegas shooter Stephen Paddock has returned from the Philippines, and law enforcement officers are anxious to speak to her uh, since the motive for the killings is still unknown. As you know, you just heard everybody discussing, and people don't know why he did it. They didn't see it. They just didn't see it coming. Uh, so they want to talk to her. Also, there's a report that Paddock sent a hundred thousand dollars over to the Philippines for the girlfriend while she was there. Meanwhile, the death toll from the mass shooting has gone up by one this morning. So including Paddock, who killed himself, the official death toll is now 60. President Trump is scheduled to be in Vegas later on today. By the way, authorities say that Paddock altered his semi-automatic rifles to shoot like fully automatic weapons, faster and nonstop. 64-year-old Stephen Paddock killed 59 people. Again, his self makes 60. He left over 500 others injured, some of them still in critical condition. Authorities say they retrieved 47 of his guns and rifles from the hotel and from where he lived. He had two houses. Meanwhile, Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan says there's no plan right now to take any action on the bill that would actually have eased regulations on guns. That was going to come up for a vote. No vote right now. By the way, an executive at CBS fired after saying on a Facebook page that, quote, if they wouldn't do anything when children were murdered, she was referring to Sandy Hook, I have no hope that the repugs will ever do the right thing. But then Haley Geffman-Gold added this. I'm actually not even sympathetic because country music fans are often Republican gun toters. CBS has now fired Miss Geffman Gold, saying that her views, as expressed on social media, are deeply unacceptable to everyone, they say, at CBS. President Trump saw the damage at the Hurricane Maria did to Puerto Rico up close yesterday. After weeks of criticism, the commander-in-chief made a personal visit to the island. Uh, he talked about what he had done, and he also compared things to that to Katrina. Now, what, is your, what is your death count as of this moment, 17? 16 certified. 16 people certified. 16 people versus in the thousands 
He called uh, the damage in, uh, in Katrina a real catastrophe. By the way, that death toll in Puerto Rico has now gone up to 34. And today's National Tucha Fruit Day and World Animal Day. <laughs> Eugene the Butterfly coming up 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, come on, Steve. Introduce the butterfly, please. Ladies and gentlemen. Today. Boys and girls. Eugene. Oh, you got you know what? You gotta put some. You gotta put some. Uh, listen on to my... me. Listen to me. Just do your segment, okay? Jay Anthony ain't here. Just do your segment. That's all you get from me. But it's so mean. You're wasting time. I'm not being mean. I'm just not energetic about you. Okay, here we go. I Washington, really don't DC. see the point of your set, your <laughs> segment, many times. Washington, D.C., get ready. Eugene Antoine Ferguson is coming to town. I will be there starting tomorrow at the Wanda Theater. You do not want to miss me Thursday through Sunday. Oh, my God. We have um, uh, six incredible shows that you do not want to miss. So I'm very excited, and I want to let you know, as far as the applause at the curtain call. Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. Okay. It's going to be in D.C., so we're assuming that Johnny Gill, being a native son, will get a standing O in all of these. Well, here's the problem. The problem is this, is that either I can come out or Tommy can come out. Then the problem Mm -hmm. is he never lets me come out and be a part of the curtain call. He always wants to take the bow. So I don't get to come out and take a bow. If I was to come out and take a bow, then guess what? Then you would see somebody that really is high in the ranks on getting the applause. I promise you that. But I'm never allowed to come out and take the bow. And why do you think that is? I have an idea why. Oh, because Thomas is being selfish. That's all I can come up That's with. That's true, but, but you don't. Know, but Eugene, in all honesty, Tommy built this thing. He did. Yeah. Tommy did. built this thing, man. To be honest. And he gets a lot of applause, Butterfly. Yeah. I mean, do you think you would get? If it as wasn't much for him, Tommy? there would be no you. There'd be no yeah. you. But, but so look, let me ask you something, Stephen. Let me ask you this. But the butt is I'm, high. I'm glad you brought this up. Isn't Frankenstein greater than the person that made him? We don't even know the doctor that made him. You know Frankenstein, Dr. No, don't Frankenstein. You? Dr. Frankenstein. Dr. <laughs> Frankenstein. Yes. But ain't Frankenstein greater than him? Well, Nobody liked Frankenstein either. So what the hell are you using? Matter of fact, that's a great that's, analogy. That was You're no, exactly that was right. No, no, that's, that's that just great. Nobody oh, liked Frankenstein that's, either. That's, it was an evil that creation. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't well, loved. Right. Yeah. Everybody loved right. Frankenstein. See that? Now, now, now we why you don't come out. He made a monster out of dead bodies. Yeah. Not, not, yeah, but he made a monster out of a dead body. Yeah. Once again. I'm not a perfect dead, analogy, wait. Eugene. But I'm not a dead body. Wait. Uh, I, 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 used the wrong, uh, I yes. used the wrong thing. You, just, you did just right. Didn't nobody like okay. Frankenstein either. Can you withdraw my statement? Uh-uh. <laughs> you court? said it. Say court. <laughs> and thank you so much for bringing it up, man, because that really has cleared up a lot. Here I was I thinking I was the only one who didn't care for you, but no. hell, don't nobody like Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> and now you brought it up that Dr. Tommy invented you his own Frankenstein and called him Eugene. But I'm not a monster. I'm really not. You really are, man. You really no. are. Ah! Tomorrow, put some bolts in your neck. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Big old blood platform, Steve. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time for Comedy Roulette now. Okay, Jay, this is always on you. Set it up, please. October 17th, Linnell Chase by Comedy Club. Anyway, here we go. All right. That was a cheap plug. That was a cheap plug. plug. It's okay. You can plug your stuff I'm so afraid of it. All right, Comedy Roulette, we do this every week. You give us the subjects because you guys test our comedy ability. Put five subjects on the wheel, spin the wheel, wedge stop. We will do the damn thing. What you got? What you got? All right, here we go. First subject, dang, dog, why your pants so high? (laughs) I like that. That's good. Uh, Two, it's all you can eat, but not at one time. Okay, okay. Okay, Okay. here's number three. Dang, girl, that's way too much lip gloss. Okay, all right. (laughs) What's up with me? No, 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 no. Don't take these personal. Don't take these personal. Okay, number four, you need to just cut the rest of that hair on off. (laughs) Just let that go. Just let it go. (laughs) You over here playing. I like that one. <laughs> All right, and number five, that's not a manly dog. No, that's not a manly dog. <laughs> Let's oh, go roll it. That ain't a manly what dog. You, that's not a, what you got? Oh, oh, oh what you got? Dang, girl, Where that's the, way too much lip gloss. That's way oh, too Let me tell. Let me start this one off. You Come on. know, you know, you got on too much lip gloss. When I see you and I can see my reflection, and I'm thinking to myself, Lord, I wish I had a squeegee. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. What you got, Junior? That's way too much lip gloss. Like saying this, but I've had this happen before. Uh-huh. I've been in this situation. Uh, if I'm trying to kiss you and you got way too much lip gloss, we can't kiss because I keep sliding. <laughs> I keep sliding off your mouth. This is way too much yeah, lip gloss. You need to take some of this off. That's way too much. Okay. Okay. That's way too much lip gloss when you eat a chicken leg and take one bite, but the rest of the leg is pink all around the leg. Come on, man. You got to take some of that down, man. Yeah, you got to take some of that lip gloss. That's too much. That's way too much lip gloss. Steve, what you got, man? You got on too much lip gloss if it look like slobber. <laughs> you can't tell. That's too yeah. wet. That's too yeah. wet. Yeah, way too much. Much. You, hey. yeah, you know you got on too much lip gloss when your lips is leaking. <laughs> on the, on the right, right on the side. It's just dripping down. Ew. <laughs> I was one time this girl came to the house. She had on so much red lip gloss. When I opened the door, I said, damn, who hit you in the mouth? Why you ain't come get me? I could have helped. Who, where he at? You thought it was you don't just, Yeah, you don't just hit my girl. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, you know you got on way too much lip gloss. Mm-hmm. When I walk uh-huh. in the room and everybody got your lip gloss on because you didn't kiss them. <laughs> it's all over everybody. everybody wearing it now? Yeah. Really? Yeah, left That's my a mom. lot of gloss, yeah. baby. What you guys <laughs> If you talking uh-huh. and it look like somebody's flashes is on on their car. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much. Yeah, that's that's way too much. You know you got on a lot of lip gloss. When you open your mouth, you make a bubble. It's a lot of lip gloss. That's a lot of that. I tell you right now. A whole lot right there. You got on a yeah. lot of lip gloss. If I look at you and I see flies trapped. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Right
such a flat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I just had a lot of yeah, lip gloss. That's, that's, that's too much that's right there. That's way, way too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tommy, you got one? You know you got on too much lip gloss when you kiss me and I leave you and run into my homeboy and he say, so you 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 coming on out, huh? Is that what you got something you, you want to tell me? You? you got one speed. <laughs> one more. <laughs> you know you wear too much lip gloss if anything we said done pissed you off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over here mad. Yeah. <laughs> why they, why they, why they some, talking about me? Damn oh, no. You know who you are. You know who you are. All right, exactly. thanks, guys, as always. Uh, we'll be back with Nephew Tommy's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, you don't want to miss today's Strawberry Letter. But first, he is in the built the nephew. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Come on, nephew, with the, today's prank phone call. I want to paint your wife naked. Uh, what? Huh? What? Oh, I want to paint you your, your wife boy. naked. Man, I'm not, I'm not giving <laughs> Somebody you done nothing, Junior, you ain't done nothing until you paint somebody's wife naked. No, I want to paint your wife naked. I'm scared. <laughs> I really hmm? am now. If you are don't artist, us don't we? If you're an you. artist, what what, is, what else are you gonna paint if you ain't gonna paint somebody naked? A picture, maybe. <laughs> yes. Well, I all of the great guess. pictures of most people naked. Paint you you know, seen the picture. Mona Lisa wasn't naked. She just had well, a crooked okay, smile. Okay, that's one. You got that one. That's the big one. Uh-huh. <laughs> when we went to Paris and went to the museum, half them people were naked on them pictures. The wasn't it? <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Right. Here it is. Here it is. I want to paint your wife naked. Hello? Hello. I wish to speak with a Mr. please. Hello, sir. Um, my name is Sebastian. I am with the um, Art Institute. And I wanted to give you a call about... Um, I have a huge showing coming up where I'm going to be displaying my portfolio and all of my drawings within it, but I have one drawing that I'm looking to display that I have not put on canvas yet, and I'm looking to take something uh, uh, of essence to put on canvas, and I wanted to right. call you about getting permission. Well, wait, hold uh, on, dog. Just to stop you right now, I don't, I don't do that, all right? I'm not a model. That's not my profession. So you would not waste your time no more, you know what I'm saying? Just no, go no, ahead and go. Uh, Mr. Mr. I don't think you understand that my showing is going to have some very important people there. Okay. I am, like I said before, with the Art Institute. Okay, and yeah, but like I said, dog, I don't do that. That's not me. I mean, dog, I, I hate it. You know, how, what, was you just calling folks up? You a solicitor or something? I mean, y'all just randomly picking out folks and trying to trying to get them to, to model up? Man, I ain't sir, trying to break sir, your heart sir, sir, Mr. No, I'm not just randomly calling people. I, I actually have done research in order to get your number. What, what I'm doing is I, I'm not calling you as far being a model that I'm going to portray on canvas. But you have something far more greater visually that I would like what? to behold on canvas. Now, you're married to your wife is oh. am I correct? Oh, whoa, 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 dog. No, for real, who is this? Seriously, uh, I mean, because like, how'd you get my number? How, no, my how'd name? you get my number? Because you're talking about my wife and stuff? Sir, my how name, you know my wife? My name is Sebastian. I am with the Art Institute. 
What I'm trying to do is capture and immortalize the beauty of essence on Canvas. Okay, yo, for real though, you you just can't you you don't want to talk about my wife, all right? So uh, I, I, I I'm not I'm not call, calling in a negative manner towards your wife. I want to I want to immortalize her and and capture her on canvas, the okay. beauty that she beholds. I've seen your wife several times. You guys reside. In whoa, whoa, whoa! You see my wife? But wait, where do you I, see my wife at? What? Why you? Why you? Why you watching my wife? I've seen her. She she shops on 125th Street in Harlem. I've seen her so many times there, and she holds all the beauty that an artist would like to put on canvas. Uh, like I said before, I have a huge showing in May. You're welcome to come out as well. Yeah, There's going to uh, be so many important people there. But I want to to call and get permission from you about painting your wife. No, you ain't got that permission, Playboy. You just can't. You just can't go around following my wife and and, and trying to mortalize her. Whatever you just said. All right. So, so no. But I, I, well, I, I would like to let you know. I, I have taken the liberty myself. I have painted your wife's head. What? Yo, you have lost your damn mind. You can't be just walking around here painting folks' heads. You got to get permission for that. What's wrong with you? Yo, you are crazy. You don't understand. Your wife holds the essence that every artist wants to. I don't care what she holds. You can't be going around painting folks' heads. What's wrong with you? Sir, that's the reason why I'm calling, trying to get permission from you. I, Sebastian, want to put your wife on canvas because she holds the essence that every artist wants to behold. She mortalized the beauty of canvas. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. You telling me you walking around Harlem painting my wife's head? What kind sir, of is that? What are you doing, dude? Yo, sir, you, sir, you... I'm only trying to complete my portfolio. Oh, no. I no, no. Your portfolio. Here, listen to this. If I see my wife's head anywhere, I don't care, newspaper, magazine, I don't care where, billboard, wherever, yo, I'm going to find your and I'm going to whoop your Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I'm going to sue the you. You understand that? Sir, I don't want to have a duel with you, sir. A duel? What is a duel? What the they do? What they do? In fact, what name is Sebastian? What kind of name is that, Sebastian? Sir. All I want to do is paint your wife in her rawest and purest form. That's what all the f*** does raw and purest form mean? What, what the f*** do you want? Seriously. I want to paint your wife. I I want to paint her in the nude. Are you out your mind? No, 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 no. That's what you should do. Tell me where you at. You want to paint something? I'll give you something to paint. Tell me where you at. 125th. Meet me 125th. That's what's up. I want to whoop your ass. Meet me. Meet me. Paint me. Paint me. You out your mind talking about you want to paint my wife in the nude. I'm going to take them brushes and stick them up your Mr. She holds the essence that every person should be. I don't give a what she holds. I don't give a Be out your mind for asking me some like that. Sir, I must ask you, do you think that you are the only person that has seen your wife in the nude. Surely there's been men before you that have seen her in the nude. Oh, that. Who the f are you? Hey, my wife ain't no mother. You call my wife a f Is that what you saying? Are you calling my wife a f you? I want to paint no. your wife in the beauty that she behind on canvas. What the f did you not understand? I just said f you. No. I told you, meet me on the corner of 125th and claim power. I got one more thing. I just want to say to you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by...
Oh man, yo, man. Yo, y'all Oh, I was moving furniture in here, dude. Tommy, <laughs> I mean, you got me, dog. Oh man, y'all got It was Sebastian, sir. Yo, yo, yeah, yeah, dude. Where the <laughs> you get Sebastian, bro? <laughs> I, I was about to whoop your and Sebastian's <laughs> I was to paint brushes and all. We was about to paint all of with your. <laughs> hey, he told me, man. He said, man. He oh, said he loved his wife to Hell death yeah. part. I said, all Woo. right. Let me let me say this right now. <laughs> loves you. <laughs> <laughs> let me get one more thing from you, man. What is yeah. the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio <laughs> show in the land. Yeah, man. It's Steve Harvey in the morning show, baby. There it is. Everybody, hey, Unc, don't everybody need their wife painted naked? Would you let an artist... See, How do right I say there. Right there. See, what you getting ready to say? N- nah, see. Nah. Nah, I better not say that one. Somebody gonna fudge you up one day. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? You scared of Steve. <laughs> I know, I wanted to. I wanted to get as close as I could. Ooh. Everybody's wife ought to be painted naked, y'all. You ought to have everybody. Hey, 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 Tommy, 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 you got a wife right now. Can somebody paint her naked? Mm-hmm. Hell no, you ain't painting okay, no Okay, see, 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 you understand. So when you say everybody's wife need to be painted naked, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I asked them earlier. When we went to Paris to the museum, the people is naked. Did you know any of them? No. Not, okay, not, cool. Not naked. Did right they there. look angelic? What is that? Okay, was what? all of them white? Yes, they were. We got to go. Uh, <laughs> coming up next, we have another strawberry letter they on deck. cherubs, Tommy. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today's strawberry letter is on deck. But first, uh, Vegas GoFundMe campaign. There is one. Uh, it has a big celebrity uh, donor list. Like uh, Celebrities like Mike Tyson are among the stars dropping big cash into a fund to help the Vegas victims and their families. The GoFundMe page set up by the Clark County Commission Chair, Steve Sisolak. Uh, several donations have poured in, and the Oakland Raiders, who will eventually move to the city. Uh, Vegas is also home of the UFC, and the head honcho Dana White says uh, they will donate $1 million to help the families of the victims. And Tommy, this is good news. A uh, huge thank you, and a shout out to Uber for offering rides to local hospitals as well yes, as, sir. A- as the family reunification centers for free. They're doing this all for free. Uh, Uber says it's also refunding all rides in Vegas that were around and after the time of the shooting. So thank, thank you, you, Uber. Uber. Yeah. That's a good move. Mm-hmm. Real good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Steve, you know Dana White, uh, head yeah, honcho yeah, of the U.S. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're donating big to the victim families. Yeah. Thank you, Mike Tyson. I mean, this Mm -hmm. is just, you know, people are really stepping up. And that's what you're seeing, you know. It's a horrible, horrible, horrific tragedy. But on the other hand, you know, human nature and Well, you know what? The great thing is a lot of people always step up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, We we need to step up in, in, in every arena when we see people in dire need. Yeah. Um. That's just the, 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 the nature of us as people, basically. Mm-hmm. We just have to care about one another equally. It has to be equal, man. Yep. Every life right. has to matter. 
You're right. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Every yeah. life has to matter mm-hmm. equally, irregardless as to what you think. Every life, because let me tell you something, when tragedy strikes, somebody somewhere hurting real bad, man. You may not care nothing about the person, but somebody in the world are hurt. You may not have never heard, never knew, never crossed paths. Somebody in a world of hurt, man. They are. Yeah. A world of hurt. Every life matters, man. It's a shame that sometimes people have to point that out, mm-hmm. that every life should matter. But every life should matter. Every single living person should matter equally, according to the Constitution. They got to get rid of them rifles. uh, The military rifles. According to the Constitution. Now, you know, biblically, it's crystal clear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we who stand on that Bible claim that our country is this. We got to honor that Bible. And if you want to go by the Constitution, just read it real close. Hmm. Every person has the inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness. A person should be able to go to a country western concert. Yeah. <laughs> and sit there. And not be executed. Man. Yeah. Jesus. By some butthole who had the right to go and Bear buy arm. as many assault rifles mm-hmm. as he wanted. That's mm-hmm. the problem I got. Who had the right and the ability by just showing an ID, walking in, he can do it. Yeah. Them the people you need to talk yeah. to. You buying a hunt for hunting rifle? I got you. I got that. Hunting is a great sport. I got that. You want to go to gun range and be a sharpshooter? I got that. You want to have a gun in your home to protect your family? I, I got that. I got that. <laughs> yeah. But there's no need for us to own military weaponry. That's none. And then you yeah. go out and you do something like this. I'm sorry. It just does, it doesn't add up. Why do they does sell not it to add people? Up. Huh? Why do they sell those type of rifles to people? Those kind See, of weapons that's, that that's, are illegal. That, that's, the, that's the big question. Yeah. <laughs> well, they sell it to them because it's... Profitable, yeah. It's a great black market for all that ah, stuff. You know? Nothing comes in the way of profitability. Mm-hmm. It's a capitalist society. And then there's all kinds of, um, you know, kits that you can buy to put on guns to make them more powerful. You know, and they, you sure? why di- do you need directions? They tell you how to put them together. All that kind of stuff. It's all out there. You know, which is a shame. But see, this guy had a background check. This guy had a background check, but if they just match up these databases mm-hmm. with the background check and the purchases, he would not have been allowed to buy so many. But they know that, Carla. Deal. They know that. If I mean, you can't buy the damn gun, well, I don't give a damn about your background check. If you can't buy the assault rifle in the beginning, you couldn't. he couldn't have killed that many people. No, All right. That's true. right. You are correct. That's where we got a problem. Yeah. yeah, And the Republicans keep twisting it, man, yeah. to make it look like you can't stop evil. Yeah, but you can stop evil from yeah. owning a gun that shoots 50 rounds. I, I really That's like what Hillary Clinton awesome. said yesterday about standing up. It's time to stand up to the NRA. It is time. Well, yeah. they not. They're yeah, not no. going to do that. Come on, Tommy. All right. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. 
subject, should I confront my uncle? Good morning, Steve and crew. I recently had to move back in with my mother due to financial hardships. This time last year, I was let go from my job because I stood up for myself. I've been out of work for at least seven months, which were the worst seven months of my life. I have experienced hell on earth. As I said, I lost my job. My car was stolen and recovered only to be repossessed three months after I went back to work. I'm still going through some things. Like the cliche goes, when it rains, it pours. My life had literally been turned upside down. I recently had to go move back in with my mom because in the process of trying to catch up on the bills, I lost my apartment. The good news is that I'm still alive. God has blessed me with a job, another car, and now a place to live, which I I'm very thankful for. This is the reason I'm writing to you. Yesterday, I had a conversation with my mom about various things, and it came up that my uncle stated that I was an embarrassment to the family. Now, Steve, I'm going to need prayer and advice. First of all, I know my worth, but I'm not going to lie to you. Hearing that hurt deeply. I've been called out of my name, but I've never been told that I was an embarrassment. Regardless of what I'm going through, I know that I am still and will always be a strong, black, independent woman. I know that I'm going to come out of this rut very soon. I will admit that I've I've been careless with my finances, as we all have been at some point. Steve, I'm vexed right now. How can he fix his mouth to say someone is an embarrassment when he has extra kids outside the marriage and he creeps on his wife, sleeps with the clients that he serves, but yet I'm the family embarrassment. This man walks around as if the family... If this family is the Rockefellers of this city, don't nobody know us? Sorry, I'm just a little upset. What would you do? What would you do? Sincerely, I'll fight a man, even if he is my uncle. <laughs> Twelve minutes after, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies, coming in in about 20 minutes, Idris Elba will be our special yes! guest. To talk about his new movie, The Mountain Between Us. I've seen it. woo But first, uh, come on, Steve. Choir with your response that, to um, today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter Part 2. Yeah, interest right. is coming. Uh, oh, subject, boy. should I confront my uncle? <laughs> I think you should, Tommy. Uh, good morning, Steve and crew. I recently had to move back in with my mother due to financial hardships. This time last year, I was let go from my job because I stood up for myself. I'd been out of work for at least seven months, which were the worst seven months of my life I've experienced hell on earth. As I said, I lost my job. My car was stolen and recovered, only be repossessed three months after I went back to work. I'm still going through some things like the cliche goes when it rains and pours. My life had literally been turned upside down. I recently had to move back in with my mom because of the process of trying to catch up with the bills. I lost my apartment. The good news is that I'm still alive. God is blessing me with a job, another car, and now a place to live in, which I'm very thankful for. This is the reason I'm writing to you. Yesterday, I had a conversation with my mom about various things, and it came up that my uncle stated that I was an embarrassment to the family. Now, Steve, I'm going to need praying advice. First of all, I know my worth, but I'm not going to lie to you. Hearing that hurt deeply. I've been called out of my name, but I've never been told that I was an embarrassment. Regardless of what I'm going through, I know that I'm still and always will be a strong, black, independent woman. I know that I'm going to come out of this rut very soon. I will admit that I've been careless with my finances as well as, as all of us have been at some point. Steve, I'm vexed right now. How can he fix his mouth to say someone is an embarrassment when he has extra kids outside the marriage and he creeps on his wife and he sleeps with the clients that he serves? But yet I'm a family embarrassment. This man walks around as if this family is the Rockefellers of this city. Don't nobody know us. 
Sorry, I'm just a little upset. What would you do, sincerely? I'll fight a man, even if he is my own. <laughs> I, I just say, dear, I fight a man. I'll fight a man. Come on. You know, why are you letting your uncle get you all twisted up like this? So what? He said something crazy to your mom about you. Who is he? You know, like you said, his life is the one that's trifling and embarrassing. Trust me, he knows that. Your letter is filled with hope. It's filled with self-esteem on your part. You know your worth, you said. You're strong and independent. So, you know, tell your mom you don't want to hear that anymore. Forget your crazy uncle. Concentrate on the important things in your life. You know, God has blessed you. Just let this go. You've been through enough. Keep it moving. Move on. I know your answer is a little different from that. Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) because it's a couple things, you know, uh, that I, unless I'm going to harp on the beginning of the letter and the end of the letter. Here's the beginning of the letter. This time last year, I was let go from my job because I stood up for myself. I stood up for myself. You did that running your mouth, wasn't you? <laughs> See, that's what that means. That means she went off is uh-huh. what that means. Right. See, I stood up for myself. She told somebody in a supervisory capacity what she wasn't going to do no more and what she was going to do if she keep talking to her crazy. I can see her now. Okay. I'm just a little upset. What do you do sincerely? I'll fight a man even if he is my uncle. Right there. This crazy helper right here, the random mouth lost her job. Now she been all out of work, can't pay her bills, lost her apartment, car got repoed, had to move in with her mama. But after all of this Christian uh, talk, right. I will fight a man even if he is my uncle. <laughs> See, a lot ain't in this letter about why she having some of these hard times. She done ran her mouth. She done put herself in some of these positions. She tried to let us know in the beginning that, you know, I'll admit that I have been careless with my finances, as we all have been at some point. Yes. Okay, all right. So you've been just throwing money in the air. Ain't that what you've been doing? Now your uncle that came along and said you're an embarrassment to the family. Oh, now you mad. Now you ready to go off on uncle now. Right. You'll fight a man if he is your uncle. But here is a way you can handle your uncle. Okay. Without violence. Thank you. First of all, change your tone. Okay. Listen to how I'm talking now. And I want you to say all these things to your uncle. But say them just in his ear. But what you saying will let him know it ain't sexual at all. Uh-huh. Uncle. And just say stuff to him. You hoish. <laughs> and just walk off. He'll be going, what? What? <laughs> Next time you see Uncle walk past him and say, child support. <laughs> <laughs> These are words that make a man's stomach turn. I'm telling you. <laughs> Here's another one you could say. Mama said you adopted. <laughs> it's your uncle, your mama would know. Yeah. Tell him. Get in his ear. Your real daddy is white. Uh, wow. <laughs> Just say some things, uncle. Uncle trying to hurt you? <laughs> Let's hurt uncle back. Your real daddy is white. Uh, That's some news if you've been black this whole time. Then go up to him and just go. D-Y-A. 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 That's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you're going to jump on your <laughs>
All right, thank you, Steve. Uh, but you know we have to go. You can email us or, or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. Don't forget, uh, this week there will be no Strawberry Letter live after show because we will be in the Bahamas this week. But we will resume next week, and I'll let you know everything. And uh, switching gears, President Trump, of course, visited Puerto Rico yesterday for the first time since Hurricane Maria devastated that island last month. Uh, Trump's visit comes amid growing tensions between the administration and local Puerto Rican officials, including San Juan Mayor Carmen Cruz, over the federal go? over the federal government's relief efforts. Well, they met. They shook hands. Because he said she wasn't a good leader. Didn't he say that? Yeah, on yes, Saturday he over the weekend. Her during, yeah. during Take one to no one. So they met. Exactly, Junior. Well, they met and they shook hands and then they had a big meeting, you know, to be uh, so the uh, President Trump could be briefed on what was going on and everything. Uh, yeah. You take one to no one. She sat on mm-hmm. one side, he sat on one side. So, The war of words seems to have uh, led to an uptick in donations, though, to help the storm-battered region, though there is still much work to be done, and we all know that. Uh, as of Sunday, more than half of the island's 3.4 million people uh, did not have access to drinking water, and only 5% of customers had power. All right, uh, coming up next at 41 after the hour, uh, ladies get ready, as promised. Idris Elba will be here as our special guest. He's going to tell us all about his brand new movie. It's called The Mountain Between Us. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, our special guest (laughs) is one of the 10 hottest men on the planet, according to Essence Magazine and Shirley and Carla. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. He is an outstanding actor. He's doing his thing mm-hmm. now as a DJ, mm-hmm. but his most recent project is another new film. It's called The Mountain Between Us. Oh, this looks and good. he's joining us to tell us about it. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. put your hands together for my man, Mr. Idris Elba. Well, well, thank you very much, Steve. It's great. It's great to be on the show with you guys. Hey, man. Hey, Idris, man, you're doing some great work. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. The uh, the Mountain Between Us is in theaters this Friday, everybody, October 6th, and it's starring you and Kate Winslet, and you two are stranded after a tragic plane crash. Tell us a little bit about the movie. It looks good. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly that. You know, this is a a simple story between two people. It's a human story. And, you know, we don't see too many human stories because everything is, you know, heavily technical or Mm -hmm. plot heavy. But this is a human story. And that's what really attracted me to it. You know, I play a a brain surgeon called um, Ben, who's basically flying to New York on a commercial flight. It's canceled. and, And Kate character, Alex, you know, charters a small plane. I decide to get on that plane, and well, lo and behold, the pilot has a stroke and the plane goes down, and the rest is history. I mean, you know, it was a very attractive story to me because it was simple. Yeah. But, I, you know, if I'm really honest, not to get too deep, but, you know, in this day and age where you and I probably look at our phones more than we look at each other, yeah. where you have two strangers that are looking at each other for survival and end up falling in love, but the idea is that you have to trust the stranger. I think that's a good theme for us to to support out into the world, especially in this day and age. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. yeah, there's so much mistrust amongst each other at the moment. It's bonkers. And and so, I was really attracted to the idea that listen, you know, this is going to explore themes of love. It's going to explore themes of trust, mistrust, fear. 
yeah. and how fear can take a hold of you. Plus, I, I never get to make, you know, play movies that are romantic. Most of my characters are, you know, sort of drama-filled roles, um, dramatic, but this was more love. And that's yeah. what we want to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more love, more love. Well, here's what I want to know about, too, because this movie... You all are in some pretty extreme elements. You, you're on a snow-covered mountain, man. What was that like shooting a film like that? Because you actually had to be out there, I would take it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the director, Hanny, he, I think he thought he was making a documentary where he was like, <laughs> Look, don't tell them we film and Just get them out there. And, you know, the truth of the matter is he took us up to the mountains and we was in uh, Invermere, which is near the Rocky Mountains in Canada. And it was minus 38 degrees. I, I just want to just repeat myself. Minus 38. I mean, mm. you know, I, I, I don't like the cold. I'm tropical. We are tropical people <laughs> by nature. We like the heat. Um, and I, I tried to get him to take this film to Jamaica. Because, you know, <laughs> we, could do, we could do it in Jamaica. It's the same yeah. thing. They got mountains. <laughs> yeah. They got mountains, brother. Come on. You know, thing crash. We're okay. But the truth is, the honey was, no, 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 no. There's something about the cold that does something else to your mind. And, and he's very true. And my Minus 38 is like literally being in space. You might as well just be in space in a bathing suit. And as exhilarating as it was cold, but it did do something for our performances. You know, Kate and I would look at the script some mornings. We'd go up into the mountains in a helicopter, land on top of a mountain, look at the script and say, actually, I don't think we actually need to say these words. You can say it with your eyes. You can say it with your mind. Because... The, the elements, the cold became the third character in the film. Wow. Um, it was, yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty out there. I mean, you know, Hanny really wanted us to suffer. I was going to say it one yeah. time. Suffer. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, Steve. I enjoyed it. Hey, Idris, let me ask you this, man. Are you living the life you dreamed of, man? Um, the, uh, almost. Uh, what, what can I say? You know, when you're a young actor, you, you look. I used to look at Denzel. I used to look at Wesley. You know, and I, and, I, and I mean this honestly. You know, when I was younger, those are my heroes. Those are the guys I wanted to be like. And now that I'm in a position where I'm working all the time, I'm you know in the public eye. It's very different. It's very different from what I imagined. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's work. But to be celebrated is a nice thing, I'm not going to lie, but the truth is, it's a very, you know, it's not what everyone thinks it is. You know, celebrity and all of that, mm, yeah. it's not for everybody. It really, no. It's really not for everybody. It's, it's so it's, honest of an answer, though. You usually don't get an as honest of an answer as he no, just gave. No, I mean, I mean and he's you know? saying it's very real mm-hmm. because you have to be careful what you ask Absolutely. God for because yeah. he just might give it to you. Mm-hmm. But listen. I get to work in incredible places, and I love acting. That's my that's yeah. my thing. I've been wanting to do it since I was 12, and I'm 45 now, and I'm doing it. And you it. know what, Idris? You know what I've described being famous as and a celebrity? I describe it as living in a big, pretty prison. Wow. <laughs> that's wow. what it's like for me, man. Like he said, that. you get to go to wonderful, incredible places. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you can go there. Mm-hmm. But you gotta stay in a restricted area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't true. just venture out, man. Yeah. You ain't regular. Yeah. You can't just pop in that store and, right. and think it's that's gonna be just true. okay. Yeah. So for true. me, that's my best description of fame. It's like living true. in a big, it's a very interesting. Prison, it's, it's quite accurate. But there, there, but you know what also is interesting though, Steve. You know, sometimes when you are really like, okay, yes, I'm in the public eye. Oh, and you want to know my business? Okay, here's my business. 
right? And you let people see who you really are. Yeah. Sometimes they're less interested in it, actually. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's yeah. so honest. I love hey, your transparency. Yeah. yeah, you think I'm all that? Check yeah, this out. Check this out. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I live in London. I have a, a, a supermarket called Tesco's. I go there in my slippers. You know, I'm standing in line. And somebody would lose their mind, be like, oh, my God, what, what are you doing in there? Getting my groceries, bro. <laughs> I got to eat. I love it. I love it. You could see that they're, oh, uh, yeah, you know what, man? Yeah, and they relax. And we both yeah. relax. And yeah. it's less tense. And then they go, can I take a picture? You take a picture. End of. Yeah, there you go. Hey, listen, man. Y'all got to check it out. The movie is called The Mountain Between Us. Yes. It's in theaters Friday, October 6th. And it stars Idris Elba and Kate Winslet. Folks, sounds like a great movie. Idris, we love you, man. Appreciate you, boy. Love you, too. Thanks for the interview, guys. Thank you, man. Thank Thank you, Idris. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Drum roll, please. Shirley, don't get this excited. I love it. Don't. Well, Steve, I like how Steve introduced yes. Come on, Steve. Introduce <laughs> but I don't know if Shirley with me or laughing at me. And no, that's what, it's, it's both. No. It's both. On the good ones, I'm with you. <laughs> Man, you Come had on, Steve. Laughing with you. Steve, you be the judge. Let's go, right or wrong. Yeah. All right. Come on, Uncle Steve. Come on, man. Pepper. I'm ready. Here we go. No, no, he can't I'm, stand this thing. No. Tell no, this fool. Just go ahead, man. I love it. Tell Junior uh-huh. that you don't know when sour cream has gone bad. <laughs> See? Because it's already sour. <laughs> you just got to hope you got a good one. Tell him, dog. No, Tommy. Huh? Tommy. Sour cream goes bad when it starts tasting sweet. Come on, Steve. Because see, what I'm not going to sit up here, Shirley, yeah. and just have him do me. Yeah. Well, he got yeah. a right I'm going to do you back. Get in it, Steve. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Come okay. on. Okay. Give me another. Oh, y'all going to give Steve a point? Every two. Yeah, right or wrong. Steve is right. <laughs> Come on, okay. Tommy. Okay, here we go. Come on, Be quiet, Junior. And sour cream do not go sweet. Sour cream, cream I can't say it. Sour cream is yes, sour. Yes, it do. Queen. Yeah, boy, shut sour up. Do your next one. You lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A fly yeah. without wings is a walk. <laughs> you know, yes. you see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really... No, you really ought to be with me on that. No, I'm not. Without wings, it's a walk. All right. Don't give him a high five. Think about it, y'all. I'm so sick of these. I'm so sick of these walks walking by here. You know what I'm saying? See, here's the problem, though. Walk. (laughs) Don't nobody know what that is. That's really a problem. (laughs) These wings. And he ain't got no wings yes. in here. Wow. I love all of it, Nephew. What is that? I'm just I'm just being as real as I can. Look, if they ain't got no wings, It's still a walk. fly, Tommy. But he walking. <laughs> no, he's not. He ain't flying. Right. What is walking? <laughs> all right, all right, let me see. Here. I love it. Okay. Uh, okay, one for Junior. Yeah, I think Junior a, get that. Yeah, because yeah. a tiger with no legs is still a tiger. Yeah. 
<laughs> still go go over there and tell him he ain't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go over there and pet him. <laughs> See how pissed off he is about sitting up there with no legs. Yeah, come on, Neff. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. Okay, still stay with me. Owen too, right now. He he got he got a little upset about this one. Okay, I told him I say the 18 hour bra has a matching 18 hour panties to go with it. It's a set. All right, there ain't no way they gonna sell the top for 18 hours and leave the bottom out. You know what I'm saying? We love a set. You, it's a set. It's an 18 hour. They have 18 hour bras and 18 hour panties. Now, I don't know what happened in 19 hours, but I know it's a set. You don't the buy just a bra. hour, Tommy, they burn up. Self-destruct. Self-destruct. Damn, it's gaming. It's gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they don't make no sense. I it do it. make Get sense. Get them, Junior. Come on. No, don't, Cause uh-huh. you can wear them all day. But that they but I tell you what, just, uh-huh. Okay, Steve, you made your point. Yeah. <laughs> you know you don't know when to stop. When I get through with these drawers after a day, <laughs> <laughs> these things right here have to be in the hamper by themselves. <laughs> Throw them in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I put mine in a hefty bag yeah. and tied a knot in it. Yeah. <laughs> you get through with yeah. the And then the maids, they just throw the whole trash bag in the washing machine. Don't even open it. Yeah. It's <laughs> some, some business in there. Yeah. You were so ignorant. <laughs> Do I get that one, Carla? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, you yeah. yeah. Okay, you can yeah. add that one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I told Jenny last night. If what? a deer don't cross the street by the sign, the deer gonna get in trouble. What? Right? What? Oh, deer crossing. Deer crossing. Yeah. yeah. Just, you got to yeah. come by the sign. You can't be further down the street doing that. Because we got, did Okay, it, can yeah. I ask you a question now? <laughs> what? Who gonna walk up to the deer to tell him he ain't dead? <laughs> right. Even better, did the deer even know that's a picture of him? <laughs> Oh, you see do you sign? think the deer gonna stand here and take this ticket? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, Tommy. Wrong, where do a deer put put they? What? Where, where do a deer put they ticket? Yeah, I ain't. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Where you put your ticket at? You throw it out the window if you're mad enough. It don't matter about where you put your ticket. You're gonna get a ticket if you don't cross by the sign. And can he see the sign if he's blinded by the headlights? I mean, really? Come on, Tommy. Mm. Come on. <sighs> All right, okay. Tommy, you got that one too. That's two. He get that one. That ain't nothing. I, uh-uh, he didn't get that one from me. Oh, he got okay, that Shirley, one. I got it. Shirley. This is your. Here go your favorite, Shirley. Shirley here it is. Shirley, this one finna be okay, your favorite on. of the day. I'm ready to holler. Let's go. This finna be the favorite one of the day. <laughs> Tell ignorant behind Junior <laughs> that a person who is cross-eyed are better at crossword puzzles than anybody <laughs> else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three, baby. That's my right. favorite right That's there, boy. Right. I love it. Man. Yeah, no. you ain't never lied, Tommy. How ain't even supposed to like that? <laughs> One more time. One more time, nephew. A Come on. person who is cross-eyed yeah. is better at crossword puzzles than anybody else. Yep, yep. Uh, You've been over there for two hours working on that one word, and they walk over and say, 
The living yeah. down is simple. Cock out, walk over there and nail it. That's my closer right there, y'all. That was my closer. Oh, man. Great job, person who is cross-eyed is better at cross Better at crossword puzzles than anybody else. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Law enforcement officials are still gathering information about the gunman who opened fire at the Country Music Festival in Vegas on Sunday night, uh, killing at least 59 people, wounding 527 others. Authorities identify the shooter. We now know him as Steph- Stephen Craig Paddock. He's 64. He's an avid gambler and a resident of Mesquite, Nevada. That's about 80 miles uh, from Las Vegas. Authorities say he had an arsenal of weapons in his hotel room and his home. About 42, I think they counted so far. City, religious, and public safety leaders joined mourners at various vigils in Las Vegas. Yesterday, Donald Trump went to Puerto Rico, and today he is going to Las Vegas. When asked about uh, gun control laws and things like that, the president said, we'll be talking about gun laws as time goes by. And what does that mean, Mm. as time goes by? Exactly. What does that mean? One more time. Time goes by me after a few more shootings. And we ain't gonna change I don't know. When is it enough? Yeah. How many people have to die? I don't understand. I mean, it ain't about how many people die to them. It's how much money they get from the NRA. Yeah. That's all it is. We can quit addressing this until we address that. Yeah. Because they're not going to give up the money that they get from the NRA that helps them get into office to save no damn life. Yeah. Period. The NRA doesn't make contributions to Democrats because they are afraid that Democrats won't uphold the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment needs amending. This Constitution that we have has always needed fixing because it was written at a time. You know, originally in the Constitution, black people were three-fifths of a human being. Human being, yep. We had women could not vote. Right. Mm -hmm. So now we've had to amend it along the way. It needs amending again. Mm-hmm. And the Second Amendment is the one that needs amending. But the people who manufacture guns and their head, their mother organization, the National Rifle Association, is not going to let them loot Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. All them people, man. They not for Beretta. They not for Remington. They not finna lose their money. Because you over here losing your life. Buy more guns. Buy more ammo. That's how we make profit. You come in there with gun laws, you're going to cut into our profit. Now, until, and the reason we're not going to let you cut into our profits because we done bought, we've bought the whole Republican Party with the Second Amendment. That's your promise. You will not vote against the Second Amendment. We'll give you this campaign contribution. Why don't they check into that? Yeah. See, that's all that is. It ain't it ain't nothing else. Until we deal with that, we can quit crying. How is it that all the Democrats are willing to come up with a gun law, but all the Republicans ain't? How the hell is that? Because a man has a right to protect his home. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 1,000%. But you don't need to protect it with an assault rifle. Nope. <clears throat> you don't need to protect it with a damn hand grenade. Mm. And a silencer. 
guns. You don't need a silencer, and your ass don't need no napalm, and you don't need to be able to make a bomb. Right. To protect your house. Okay, cool. Now, where we at? See? It's real simple. Steve, you're saying the NRA is... is it has this kind of what dominant role in Republican. Oh, that's in, exactly that's, what he's saying. The They're the largest money. financial contributor. Yeah, because of the money. Yeah, in the in politics, mm-hmm. in Republican politics, they just they that dominating that. No yes. one gives more yes, money. Yes, Tommy. <laughs> yes, they are. They <laughs> give more money than the Koch brothers. Ooh, and they have a lot of money. Those Koch boys. All right, listen. We'll be back right after this. Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the world is saddened by Empire State Building and the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Uh, They dimmed their lights in honor of the lives lost. Uh, The European Union's parliament held a moment of silence to honor the victims. The Pope is also praying for the people of Las Vegas. The Vatican has released a statement saying Pope Francis commends the efforts of police and emergency service personnel and offered his spiritual closeness to all those affected by the tragedy. And we here, we have to echo that because those first responders, man, they were on it. They were so professional and, I mean, quick with it as well. Hats off to them. Yes, absolutely, Steve. Absolutely. Hats off to police, the fire department, everybody. Hospital personnel, everyone. Sheriff's department. Yes, the mayor, the governor, everyone. I mean, very professional, everything. It was something Effective leadership in the city Mm -hmm. of Las Vegas and how they're handling Mm -hmm. uh, this, this crisis, this tragedy. And they said, we will bounce back. You know, I mean, you really saw the people in the city coming together yeah in Las Vegas and what it looked like to be unified and people helping people and you know everything it it was an amazing thing to see that was the one silver lining in this tragedy and you know what's difficult to to look at now now we're starting to see who the victims are oh god to put a face on it who they were and and, and looking at the pictures pictures of them Mm -hmm. Really, really yeah. sad. Really, it so just breaks your heart all over again. Mm-hmm. It's so many people got shot. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man, this is like, how do you get all of that into that hotel room? How do you do that? Just well, just bags and bags of luggage? Well, well you know, see, there's going to be something's going to happen now with hotels because, mm-hmm. you know, Vegas is one city that protects that city. You know, mm-hmm. like, you, you rob a casino partner. Your chances of getting out of there is slim to none. And because they understand that they got to provide people a good time. That's why Vegas has things in there for children to do, Mm -hmm. adults to do. But it's an adult playground. They're going to make some adjustments at hotels. Absolutely. They're going to put in scanners, things like that. I think so. Bag scanners. You know Mm -hmm. where every bag has to go through a you know X-ray machine like a, or something mm-hmm. like that probably, something's gonna happen. And they already have the, like the most cameras, you know, uh, in their hotels, in hotels and, and, and and everywhere. So yeah, it's just gonna get. But you know, if you're just bringing in bag after bag after bag, especially if you drive in, mm-hmm. you drive in, keep coming with bags. You put your car in the uh, garage. Garage, yeah. And I, I don't know if this what this guy did. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And then you take two bags up to your room. Right. It's it's. Then you go to your car. You could do it again. You bring right. two bags to your room. You know, nothing looks suspicious. Right. And not to mention, musicians do it all the time. You know, there are people that have a lot of bags. 
Mm-hmm. Who, who would suspect anything like this? I remember at one of the press conferences, Steve, um, with the um, sheriff out there, some, one of the reporters asked him, how could, why didn't you avoid this? Or how come you didn't see this coming? He was like, how could you see something like this coming? We didn't know this guy. We, we didn't know who he was. You know, how, couldn't, how come you couldn't detect this? The reporter right. was you saying. Know, some, how, how sometimes could, they ask this? some ridiculous yeah. questions of these people. Like they have an answer for you. Yeah, he was How like, could this happen? Yeah. Where did he yeah. get the guns from? Because y'all ain't got no gun laws. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. We'll be back with just one more thing to close out the show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go with just one more thing, our last break of the day. It's been a, a, a rough week so far, uh, but listen, we have to hang in there. We have to pray. We have to put God in our lives, like you say, Steve, and, um, you know, we help when we can, well. help when we yeah. can, and, uh, you know, put some pressure on, on our political leaders to change some of these gun laws. We need action. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. Steve, on Sunday, the Cleveland Browns, I know you know this, fell to 0-4 uh, and four by getting blown out at home by the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm sorry. Well, the I didn't, question uh, is, what did you bring this I know, I know. One oh, round. Just one more thing. We had to get this but it wins, though. I know, I know, I know. I know. Wow, I know. One, one Browns fan known as Kevin decided to deal with the misery and give fans in the stadium something to cheer about by running out into the field. Of course, he was eventually tackled, arrested, and escorted out. Oh, they out. tackle him. Yeah. I'll be damned. <laughs> and escorted out. tackle none of the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> going to bring his ass down. They just running in for touchdowns. But we tackle the damn fan. We tackle Kevin. Kevin. Kevin was escorted out of the stadium. He was also fined and had his season tickets revoked. Oh, that's uh, cold. Yeah, now Ooh, that's he's a season like holder. He yeah. In order to soften the blow of his stunt, some of his friends set up a GoFundMe page to help him bounce back because he ran 116 yards unofficially before getting tackled by the cops. He was the team's leading rusher. <laughs> That's horrible. That's really bad. Uh, bad. I know. His buddies think he should be rewarded for the effort. They also vow that any money they get above and beyond their goal will be used to throw a tailgate party rooting against the Browns. Wow. Wow. No, see, I ain't with that now. I don't pull against the Browns. Mm -hmm. I know they're going to lose. Yeah. You still got a roof on. (laughs) I was hopeful Sunday. You hope you want them to hire Colin Kaepernick. Anyone? Come on. Why not? Can, yeah. Why not, man? Yeah. He can do the job. He can for sure. Because he's not going to play for the Canadian Football League. He said no. And the Browns then already, you know, the way we on their knees, the cops coming out with us, everything. We a protest city. Oh, come up in here with it. Boy, they gave the skinhead and the clans a, a license to protest in Cleveland one time. All the buses got flipped over. <laughs> Cleveland is not having no, it. No, hey, dog, bring it up here. See, see what we do. Mm. We ain't with it. You're not, you're not, you're not protesting on public square. That, that's the that's right at the end of the hood. Mm-hmm. No, uh-huh. you're not coming down here. I bet, I bet you won't come down here. C- come up there marching and see what happens. Well, the good thing, Uncle, I think y'all got a shot this week. Who they playing play? the Jets? They playing the Jets. Oh, I thought they had Just a bye. One last week. Yeah, but um. <laughs> Who y'all playing? Oh, we playing Kansas the Chiefs. City. We got we got a problem. Yeah. 
Now that boy Deshaun Washington, boy. Did you see him last Sunday? That boy clown, man. Man, I just wish it was the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, that boy looks good. Next year in February, Junior? Yes. (laughs) Sure, look, that might be as close as we get as a look to winning the Super Bowl last Sunday. (laughs) Man, I can't make my Super Bowl. doing his thing. Steve, did you hear that he gave his first paycheck? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. To three cafeteria workers that lost everything in Uh, Hurricane Harvey. That was like $29,000. That was but really they said cool. that's how he was raised. Somebody helped his family when he was coming up, and that he's just giving like that. That's good. A good young man. Yeah. Man. I won't be able to make the Super Bowl trip this year. Why? We ain't going to the Caymans? We ain't going to the Caymans. What the hell is going on? Uh, we ain't going to the Caymans? When this news came out. Man, I when don't you really just see decided how I this. It, man. Just now? I don't see my new work schedule, man. I don't see how I can do it this year. Wait a minute. <laughs> but y'all going to be all right, though. Oh, like, man, hell, have a nice weekend. I'm out. Wait, what? It's what? Tommy. Huh? <laughs> what? Did Tommy go to the Caymans last year? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He yes. goes every year. Yeah. How the hell you miss me? <laughs> uh, well, you know, they well, really hard. was up in the bushes looking for your balls most of the time. That's why I forgot you. Oh, Caymans. golf balls. I smoke cigars with him and everything. How you forgot? No, but that time, you know what, man? I finally straightened your shot out. You did. I've been using it too. But Tommy. Yeah, well, I need really? somebody to straighten mine out now because I don't know what the hell happened Sunday. <laughs> I couldn't find a damn golf ball. Wow. What'd you say, Sean? Well, I, I was just going to say you're little. That could be it. I'm just saying. Shirley, you know what I'm going to do too? You know what I think I'm going to do today, man? No, but I kept saying, where's Tommy? I'm going to go somewhere and get my driver straightened out. Yeah, what you is that? Oh, your golf You're talking about golf? Yeah. Oh, golf driver. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm talking about clip. Wow. <laughs> my bad. You're so rich. <laughs> is that all you ever think about, Junior? Getting me a driver? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> damn sure do. Come on, Especially Junior. Especially out here. Yeah. Wishes, caviar dreams, baby. Yes. <laughs> I'm with Junior. I want all that. I want all that stuff. Yeah. Got all you be around stuff. Uncle Steve so much, you see all this I stuff know. he be doing, he be like, yeah, yeah, I want this too. Hey, and then that could be why we're around him. You know, <laughs> that's that absolutely yeah. Because it's available to everybody. Absolutely, that's yeah. right. God Steve. loves us Faith all the same. And hard work, and you can make it. All you need after that, you just need some grace and faith. Uh huh. That's it. If you were, if you have faith and work hard, you can have it. And then all you need after that is some grace and favor. And that right there, whoo. <laughs> That's bigger than all of it. Uh-huh. Put a little yeah. faith on it, huh? Yeah. Hey, man, I was, I've was i been going over some of the clips. We'll talk about this again. But y'all have a great weekend. I'll, find, I'll use this tomorrow. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Y'all it's Wednesday. Good. Huh? What? It's, it's hot it's day, Wednesday. Well, day just day. have a good weekend. I'm, I'm off today. <laughs> <laughs> Why you sound drunk? Bye. I know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. 
Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.